0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. and of course, plenty of rum. Head to visit barbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan.
0: Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport, where we're live in South Africa as we start England's eagerly awaited tour, which you can only follow on Talk Sport and Talk Sport 2. Plenty to discuss today after England got that tour underway in their first warm-up match. We'll be talking to batsman Dom Sibley, who passed 50. We'll review the day's play with The Telegraph's Tim Wigmore and Sam Ellard, who's been speaking to some very passionate England fans. Today's venue was Willowmore Park, where England kicked off their tour of South Africa as they played an Invitational 11. England decided to bat on the first day. That was because a bug hit several of the bowlers, so they're going to be put off until day two. And Rory Burns was the first to be dismissed for 16. Good partnership between Dom Sibley and Joe Denley, worth more than 100, both passing 50, before both retiring in the afternoon session. The England captain, Joe was the other man to pass 50 he made 72 before he too retired and at the end of play we spoke to opener dom sibley
2: looks if like it was fairly tough going early on there how did, how did you find the pitch yeah it was it, um, it sort of was tough work they bowled well um, it was just getting through that and then sort of cashing in when uh, when you get in and the sun came out so it was good
0: looks if like you were enjoying batting with joe for a while as well
2: yeah, it's the first time I battled with Joe. Didn't make it long enough in New Zealand. So, uh, no, nah, he's uh, yeah, um, complemented each other quite nicely. He's sort of stronger for the offside and I flip well off my legs and stuff. So, yeah, that no, it was good fun.
0: Disappointing to have to come off or were you kind of ready for it by that stage?
2: Oh, I think, you know, it's all part of uh, warm-up games, making sure everyone gets enough time in the middle. You can't really beat time at the crease. So I was happy with the amount of time um, I got out of there, especially after sort of having a couple of days in the net. So it was nice to have enough time out there, yeah. Skipper
0: didn't do himself. Uh, he did quite nicely today as well. That was a decent knock from Joe.
2: Yeah, he played well. Yeah, I was coming off you know double hundred in New Zealand, so he looks in good form. So yeah, hopefully he continues.
0: Anybody slightly disappointed in the dressing room after today? Anybody feel they missed out?
2: Uh, I, oh, to be fair, I haven't, I haven't, those conversations haven't really happened. <laughs> so um, look, I think everyone's you know had a bit of time at the crease, and you know we got another three day game coming up, so there'll be opportunity there as well.
0: Uh, and you can have a bit of a rest tomorrow and let the bowlers do the work, which I guess would be quite nice as well.
2: Yeah, I'll be out there as well. I'll be in the slips, I'll have to be concentrating. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we can um, get a good run out for the bowlers and take a few wickets, yeah.
0: Thanks very much, Dom. Um, Now we turn to Tim Wigmore from the Daily Telegraph. And, um, Tim, uh, what did you make of what's always a slightly strange day's play in in these circumstances with players retiring and, and, and what have you?
3: Yeah, so we had, we had three wickets and three r- retired out, so um, 50-50, which is often about what we get in, in these sorts of games. Um, yeah, always hard to read into it. I think England, I mean, three three of their batsmen, uh, Dom Sibley, uh, Joe Denley and Joe Root, all got 50s. They all, all look good, so they'll be, be happy with that. I think it was a, a, d- a decent workout for England, but yeah, uh, you know, we talked with Dom Sibley afterwards and, uh, you know, his... His sort of uh, emotion, if you like, after getting his runs, it was very, very low, low, low key. It wasn't, you know, it, it feels like it's not a 1st loss game, and, and it's not. And I think the players appreciate that, but it's a useful exercise, and it's so. It's a lovely ground, actually. It's a bit like the grounds we see in New Zealand that hosts some Test cricket. They haven't actually had hosted a Test here yet, but it wouldn't wouldn't be a bad idea at some point.
0: No, well, it has been mentioned that perhaps as with the capacity here and half decent Wicked as well. Um, but on that, do you think perhaps? Johnny Bairstow, Jos Butler, particularly would have liked to have scored a few more runs today.
3: Yeah, look, of course. I mean, there'll be frustrations for them. I think there's a, there's a the game coming up is a which which uh, starts in a couple of days' time. That is a, f- a first fast game, so the intensity will be a little bit higher then. But yeah, it, it's a strange one because we, we've all seen players get loads of runs in warm up games. And um, again, we talked with Dom Sibley, and he scored a very good century in New Zealand. Then he didn't really score many runs in the Tests, and we see players doing the opposite not screw runs a warm-up so yeah it, it's a hard one i make i guess the i mean for players who play a lot of international cricket it's been such a busy year there must be a bit of it it can be difficult to get yourself up for a, a day like this at times and that's that's un- understandable because you know it's a lovely ground we said there's probably 50 or 60 people in, in the ground today or a lovely time with, with the sunshine but it's yeah probably not the sort of day we'll be talking about in years to come
0: no it's kind of one of those days when you have to remember not to Put too much emphasis on it that this is just a warm-up game the a game we've got this weekend will be a very different kettle of fish but it's the bowlers turn uh for day two what 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 are you what are you looking for from
3: the england's bowlers yeah i mean there's an element with the bowling that we we don't know the exact shape of the attack we'll see from england the first test i think the three most likely to appear is, is joffrey archer uh, James Anderson, who's coming back, of course, and Stuart Broad. Um, so you'd think those would be three of the four-man attack, and then the last slot is probably between the spinner J- Jack, Jack Leach and one of the all-rounders or bowling all-rounders, Sam Curran and Chris Wokes So I suppose uh, the contest, if you like, between Curran Wokes and Leach tomorrow that could be interesting with regards to who plays in against South Africa A, and then ultimately who plays in the first test. I think because with that game being first class, England ID like to to pick their their strongest eleven. The, the team they want to play in the test uh, in that, so that little contest will be worth watching. Um, we know that Jofra Archer's had a bit of flu, so he we expect him to bowl a few overs, but maybe just just half a dozen, um, and probably not not be spending too too long too long in, in the field. So um, yeah, it will be an interesting day with regards to the sort of shape of the attack that England England look look to build on for the series after going with an north seam attack in the last test in New Zealand.
0: Thanks, Tim. willowmore Park in Benoni was the venue for today's action where we think around 50 people made it in to watch today's proceedings, including these three passionate England fans.
4: We're here at Moor Park for England's first day of the first warm-up match. Just gone 10 o'clock, not many people are in the grounds, but there are three big England fans who were here and by themselves already sung Jerusalem. we got Eric, Jay and uh, Lisa... Eric, just tell us about your journey because this isn't the start of your winter, is it?
5: No, it's not. We actually left uh, the UK on the 16th of November and we arrived in Auckland on the 18th. We did the two test matches there and we went off to Australia on the 5th of December and then we flew out on the 14th of uh, December to come here. Um, And after this, we're doing the four test matches um, in South Africa And we eventually get home on the 31st of January. Why don't you do the one-day internationals? What's wrong with you? Why are you being so lazy? We don't do one-day internationals because it's too much travelling just for one day's cricket. And it's even worse if the T20s. However, you must remember, we did do one-day internationals in the World Cup in 2011, all the way out to India and Bangladesh.
4: Lisa, that is, this is serious commitment isn't it to follow England cricket.
6: Yes, it's a great commitment but, you know, I'll do anything to support the team that I love. I love watching cricket and especially the England boys like Uh, When I started watching, it was when they got whitewashed in Australia with the Ashes. So, obviously, to support them all through those are times still today where they are winning the World Cup, winning the Ashes, everything. It's a a great privilege.
4: And you're from, obviously, South Africa. Why and how do you then support England?
6: Well, the first ever cricket game that I watched, it was the ICC Champions Trophy final from India and England. And I started watching the England team and I, I don't know, I just like... You know, a fan. I just started yeah. loving them, and yeah, since then I'm a great England fan. Yeah.
4: And what's it like for you, Jay, to, to to follow England around the world? What are the what are the best things you got up to in New Zealand? And what are you expecting from South Africa? And
6: it's the sunshine and sitting in the sun watching yeah. the cricket, and having got married.
4: Yeah, of course. This is your this is your very 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 long honeymoon, isn't it?
5: Indeed, it is. We got married in June. We planned everything out, and we're doing 77 nights away. Um, but uh, yeah.
4: Long honeymoon now.
5: On honeymoon, yeah. yeah. 77, yeah, nights, yeah, yeah. How about yeah. that?
4: In terms of the cricket, yeah. obviously not the result we wanted in New Zealand. No. Um, Africa have got their own problems off the pitch. It's going to be a, a pretty inexperienced team, isn't it, for, yeah, for, it for the is, first yeah. Test match? Yeah. I mean, six uncapped so players in really that really squad. Well, is this a good opportunity for England in the World Test Championships to get a win under their belt under Chris Silverwood?
5: Oh, yes. I'm expecting at least 3 uh, 1. 3-1. Three, 3-1, one. Three, one, that's my prediction uh, south, against South Africa. Yeah, um, We've started to settle down a bit now. We've had these new lads come in and hopefully they've learned an awful lot from the two test matches in New Zealand. Uh, and I can't wait to see what they can do mm. uh, against the uh, good fast bowlers mm. uh, that uh, South Africa have.
4: And what, what can the England fans, the England fans listen to this, what can they expect from from the the place africa going to places like johannesburg cape Town. what uh, what will it be like for the Barmy army to, to to tour to africa
6: oh i'd say they should be the most excited for cape town that's like really the best place in south africa the most beautiful place centurion johannesburg also great weather up there it's going to be a bit quiet in the town over christmas but that's the best part there's going to be great cricket and that's the thing to look forward to serious prediction Series prediction? (laughs) Same again.
4: (laughs) And you've gone 3-1 as well?
6: I certainly have, yes.
4: Top, top stuff from real
0: fans, and I'm sure the England players appreciated their support, and I'm sure there'll be plenty more support from the Barmy Army when it gets a bit bigger for the first test. And, of course, the whole series will be live on TalkSport 2, starting on Boxing Day. The following on podcast will be back tomorrow for day two of England's first warm-up match. And don't forget you can keep up to date with all the action from South Africa on the following on podcast, which will be broadcast daily. Subscribe on iTunes, Acast and Spotify and see you tomorrow.